And so, of course, in production, you dream of like, like I have this cow skull paid way too much money for, but it's beautiful. But for the last five months, it's been, it's a bedazzled one too, by the way. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. So for the last five months, it's been literally in Lisa and I's living room. And I'm like, I I need to put this up. I need to put that like hat wall. I need to do the hat wall. And then yesterday, you know, since I'm off this week, yesterday I was with my, with Maury. And I was like, oh, you're before you leave. I need to do this hat wall. Like, can you help me? And he was like, I'm about to leave. But okay, sure. I'll help you. And so we were both like figuring out the measurements, doing the four inches. And he's like, spread the hats. Let's put this one there. Let's put this. So I'll give it to him. I had the idea of the hat wall. And then he arranged the hats in the way that they are and everything. I mentioned it just because she scared the shit out of us on the street, like popping up. I see a shadow of a hat come in front of me. (laughs) I feel like it's like my thing. Just like. When people see me, they're like, oh, where, why don't you have your hat? Before it was more like winter, like these styles, but like, you know, the winter ones. And now I've ventured out into more summery Mexico kind of ones. All right, miss. Well, let's get into this. I don't necessarily like people, but I am interested in them. Anybody in the freelance world, what your deal is with freelance and how'd you get into it. Everyone can hear everybody on an open walkie, and that's what we want to do. We want to fucking hear you. And find out their stories, and find out what they do, and why they do it, and how they got into it, and yada yada yada. And everyone has a different story. We're calling it open walkie. I'm Tony, and this is Open Walkie, and this is Rags next hey, to hey. me, of course. And we have the beautiful, with the big hat on, <laughs> Junior Rodriguez. Yeah. Woo! I mean, it's not that big of a hat. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice, nice hat. We like it. Thank you. Definitely thank blocks you. out the sun, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But except I never wear hats in the field. Like, I'll have them all. And so when I'm not working, it's when, because as a producer, it's like, you never want to put someone in a situation that you won't be in yourself. So like, for instance, you have some producers who wear sunglasses while they're interviewing or, you know, hats to block off the sun. And it's like, yes, but for me, if I'm asking someone like, hey, I can't have you wear a hat because obviously with the shadows or I can't see your eyes or whatever, or the same thing for sunglasses, you know, then for them to look at me and be like, and maybe they don't think that, but for them to look at me and be like, well, yeah, but you're wearing a hat and you're wearing sunglasses and you're covered in the shade and now I'm here. So it's basically easier to just not wear a hat and so they don't ask you questions. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, look, like I'm it. doing it. Then, and know. if that thing catches wind, that shit will oh, take oof. someone's head off. And I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> like a Frisbee. Yeah. yeah. So we did a lot of scenes and things on boats and yeah, no. A hat goes flying. Then next, you know, we're like stopping for me to go and... Save the hat because I don't want to hurt a sea creature. And right. And then there's a hole in your hat wall. Mm. There's yeah. an inconsistency. True. Well, in I mean, your hat I have wall. more that I can replace it with. Oh, I but... see. You have. You have <laughs> I was on like, deck. I have 10 hats. And my brother's like, seriously? I was like, well, I actually have 30, but I'll only put up 10. <laughs> and he's like, okay, sure. How big is this wall? This wall is like. It's not that big. Well, I only put up nine. Ah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. I want to see a picture. But then you can't wear those hats because then there'll be like an empty spot on the wall. Well, yeah, right now there's an empty spot for this one. Look, you'll see the empty empty spot. Oh, this is a today picture that you took. And while she looks up a picture of her hats to show rags, (laughs) Dunia's a a travel producer, mostly. Oh, yeah, look at your hat Girl's been fucking all over the place and traveling for 
forever. Every time I see your Instagram, you're someone new. Yeah, I guess it's it's funny because I really, <laughs> I really, um, I guess hardcore been traveling for the last three years, meaning like every month. Um, but it's been since I want to say the last eight or nine years. Like I remember back in the, like when we used to do yeah. all those crazy traveling shows with Donna and Fucking Lisa Mann and Rocky and we're, yeah. Oh my God, Miami. Miami. Yeah. We're like, let's take the whole crew with us. 150 people. Sure. Let's bring out everyone. Let's not even and, finish the show. Yeah. And, <laughs> and everybody go home. Oh yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, Good times, I might add. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've been traveling, whether it was with Jane Street through those shows um, or, you know, working with Donna, she would take me out to MIPCOM, which is like an international uh, festival where they sell and buy television formats. So like, for instance, if X Factor or, you know, most of the shows that we have are either shows that were made out in you know a different country and basically at this conference it's like every 20 minutes you are in a different meeting with a different you know the head of uh channel four or you know all these different things and they're like okay well these are our shows we have x factor we have this and then you present yours and you're like well these are mine and then at the end someone either is like yep we really love your show we want to pay for it we'll get the you know we'll order the format and pay for it and then next thing you know now you're producing it here so for three or four years, um, I would go out to France and then London with change, which is funny because it was like at first, I want to say the first time I went, I was still like an associate producer, um, you know, but love Donna because she's like, well, you got this. You're going to sell our shows. And I'm like, yeah, oh, and, but I'm not the owner of the company. And, and you've been under Donna's wing yeah, for, for like a very a long time, long time <laughs> which yeah, is great. I love I her. Mean, yeah, she's a... <laughs> big mentor exactly you know, was very successful yeah and so she was like okay she's like well you got it. and then and then it was then i think linda couldn't make it so then lisa they're like all right well we're gonna send you and lisa so imagine lisa and i just freaking tearing it up in france and going to these meetings so of course you party all night till like three in the morning and that's usually where all like we sold a show hilariously enough because we were in this mega party like an exclusive party someone got Ew, too drunk fancy. and yeah exclusive. i was like where are we but somehow we got in don't ask me how and we happened to someone happened to knock down this statue that apparently was like so much money so oh, they shit. kicked everyone out of I love this that she's like, like someone no, 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 I really don't know because we were upstairs and then all of a sudden Lisa. we hear, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? No, I was, she was right next to me. I'll give her that. But then we're stumbling outside and this girl's like, oh my God, my hair is usually very curly. It's naturally curly and I had it like that. And she's like, oh my God, I love your hair. That turned into, oh my gosh, who do you work for? Oh my God, we love Jane Street. Oh, let's have drinks. Let's keep drinking. And then that turned into, oh, tomorrow you should come because, you know, we really love the stuff that Jane Street does. And we're like, okay. Like, whatever, we'll go. We're super hungover the next day. We're like, we'll go. And she's like, meet me at here. We go to there. There happens to be this huge freaking, like, yacht type of thing. And she's like, well, I have all these champagne bottles for you. And we're like, okay. We're like, what is happening right now? And I say, you know, we shoot the shit with her. Have a great meeting. And she's like, okay, I want to buy your show. And wow. we're like, wait, 
That was okay, it? so that's like that's one example of how drinking's actually good for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to learn not to overdrink. Yeah. You know? And because not over yeah. Don't exactly. Because if you get you know, and I feel like that's a lot of like when I first started at twenty four hour restaurant battle whew, years ago, um with Rocky and Lisa, they you know, they asked me to come, me and my older brother Maury, for one day. And it's like, oh, we need a production assistant. I'm like, sure. I don't know what this is, but okay. Um, and that one day turned into, oh, are you available for the next three months? And we're like, okay. And then every night or so, like people would, because it was in that studio that used to be called Nut Roaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fireproof. Now. Yeah, fireproof yeah. now. Yeah. So everyone would go across the street and it was the crew from LA and all these people. And, you know, at 21, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, But I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn how to not over drink. So I would go, I'm like, whatever, I'm a PA, but who cares? Like, I think like, I didn't take it as they're not going to accept me because I'm a PA. I'm like, screw it. I'm a PA, but I'll just go and hang and have drinks with them. So we would go and have drinks with them. And then next, you know, the end Donna's like oh my gosh like she she came up to me about something I was like well it was really great work with you she's like oh yeah Dunia like double and I'm like you know my name she's like yeah you made like the best lunches for me ever and I was like well because she's very specific about what she eats and you you know my assistant and make me lunches yeah well yes and then it happened (laughs) um but yeah no it was it it was like going and having drinks with people and not shying back from uh, oh my gosh I'm at the bottom of the barrel, like yeah, you know, your, putting yourself out there. But yeah, like exactly. In a, in a not aggressive. Like, yes, but then you also way, have you know? to learn not to get too carried away. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like you go for those drinks. Next thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh, ten drinks in, and then you become that person that's like, who the heck? Yeah, right. one who invited you, this girl. Then you then, get known for a whole different reason. Yeah, and, and then like, you yeah. don't get called that's, back you don't for get anything. Called right. Anything. Yeah, that shit is permanent. And your yeah. name gets passed along. I've seen it happen to yeah. a, a lot of PAs actually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then they funny. start over talking, and you're like, oh my gosh. But yeah, when I I actually I'm going tomorrow to talk to the kids in my high school because I do it like every semester for them, and that's one. I'm like, I know you guys don't drink now, but. When you do, and when you're older, especially in television, just know drinks are a good thing, but know how to drink. You know, like have a beer or two. Don't say no, because some people then go the opposite with that. No, you know, like I can't be seen drinking with the exec, you know, like I can't have the executive producer know that. I'm like, okay, well, no. this is this is the world that the television yeah, is. Like, yeah, go for a drink. Like, that's where deals and everything happens and friendships PSA. get made. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at the same time, know when to stop yeah. the drinks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't get sloppy. No, don't get sloppy. Yeah. Nobody likes sloppy drunk. Mm mm. Well, before you got sloppy drunk and headed to Donna and met her and all that stuff, <laughs> where are you from? And is that what you wanted to actually get into? Yeah. So I'm, I was born in Dominican Republic. And then when I was three and Maury was four, we moved to New York um, and grew up in the Bronx. So from the South Bronx. Um, and I danced for a long time when I was younger. And sang with Celine Dion and all this stuff, which is hilarious now that I think about it. Um, but I was in a professional you choir. You sang with Celine Dion? Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, let's back up. Yeah. <laughs> I can, yeah, it's hilarious. Well, I was, so I was Wait in a on. professional training choir. And so, as part of the one of the gigs that we had amongst many was when Celine was doing her, I think it was like her last tour um, called Let's Talk About Love. 
I think that was the song we sang. Um, but anyway, we did the Tri-State area. We were the choir for her for the Tri-State area tour. So we would go to, you know, Nassau Coliseum. We went to Madison Square Garden. And so it was like, I want to say there was like 15 kids. Like we're all, you know, all kids from the Bronx in different colored t-shirts. And they march you out with the little light. What and then Blue. Baby blue. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we get to like, she'd go, she's like, okay, let me hang out with the choir before we go on stage. And with my hair, again, was super curly. And I remember this one time she like grabbed my hair and was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so beautiful. And I, you know, like, okay, thank you. Thank you and she's like, Dion. no, you, I was like, you have the same hair. And she's, I didn't understand at the time, but she's like, you know, it takes a very long time and a lot of money to get this and you have that naturally. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, I don't know what that means. You should have cut it and um, give her right? some. Yeah, take it. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, no, we did that. And so... When I was younger, I wanted, I guess all my friends were doing um, some sort of singing and dancing and, you know, became great at it later on in life. Um, But I sort of, you know, with the direction of my mom and dad, it's like, all right, well, that's only going to last so long. So continue education, have it be more about education. And then in high school, I was part of a media um, class that we would actually... One of us would be the reporter, the only executive producer, the camera operator and all this stuff. So it was like one of your credits. Um, and I was also part of the news team. And the so with Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> and so we... Were like wheel in the TV? Yeah, oh, it was... Like well, we would... So live. our high school, everyone <laughs> had... Um, every classroom had like an old school TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I mean, I think they're still... They still have the TVs because I went there... A couple of months ago, and they still have them, but they don't work anymore. You went to your, um, like, high school? Yeah, in our high ago? school. Yeah, because I talked to the kids at ah, the high school. Look at you. Um, but, I did that but, once. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> I'm not a public speaker. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so in, this, in the TV, school. like, once, I don't remember if it was once a week or once a month, our news program would come up. And, you know, it's like part of the morning, you know, before the first period. You would sit and watch like the, the newscast. Yeah, the announcements. No, it wasn't the announcement. It was literally like, oh, and then in this basketball game, blah blah blah, beat yada yada yada, and then we would cut to footage that we would shoot of the basketball yeah. game. But you didn't do talk like at high... all. You didn't. Oh no, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, I was part of the debate team um, in the news portion, and so there was this thing when I was younger called the instead of the Emmy Awards, it was the Eddie Awards, and so in our high schools, it was. But in the Catholic high schools, we had you would go to an actual news um, station and every high school had their chance where you would do like a weather reporting. And then I was one of the girls that would do a debate with another you know, student. And for three years in a row, then you would go and newscasters would actually watch this and pick who was the best debate, who was the best weatherman, who was the best this, that. Um, And so I won the best debate eddie award for three wow. years in a row and so i was like well maybe this tv thing is really fun and then yeah then it my teachers just encouraged me to do it and there you are. yeah i wanted i actually wanted to be a journal like a on-camera you know reporter and journalist and then soon found out that uh no wasn't for you for, well i hate my voice which is funny enough that i'm doing you this because this is a podcast yeah, you're preaching to the choir <laughs> you sound great hey, come on too. um but it was yeah, more yeah listen to you talking to yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. at least you have you an sound accent. ridiculous <laughs> um but it was more that 
I didn't want to like I went to new house at Syracuse University, which is extremely competitive. Um, you know, out of 3000 kids, like 300 get in. Um, but with that said, your classes, like you were a journalism student. Well, you went to class dressed up in your heels and outfit and your hair was straightened. And by the time you're senior, your hair is cut to the point, you know, of like looking like a journalist. Um, and so it's very competitive and not that I shied away from the competitiveness, but when there was a class that was like, Oh, you then have to, you know, if you get a call at 3am because of a murder scene or whatever, like you yeah. have to go. So imagine me, it's like 19 year old. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and they're like, like oh, yeah, this is, yeah. Like, well, I'm like, up. I don't care about that, but what? I was like, I mean, I love law and order and all those shows, but I don't want to see this in real life. And they're like, well, this is what reporting is about. You know, like you're not going to we're not letting you report on who's wearing what. And blah, blah, blah. like that's not what for them. You know, it's not what journalism is. Journalism is this. So you do this for now. Whatever route you go later is up to you. But for now, this is what you need to do. And I was like, mm, yeah, no, going to, and, you know, the world is crazy. And as a reporter, you have to you can't pick and choose like, oh, I don't want to cover that murder scene or whatever i don't want to cover this it's like you go on the assignment they give you um and so i had a professor i was just like this is ridiculous i was like i don't know if i want to do this kind of journalism and then that's when he introduced me he's like well have you ever thought about producing i was like well what is that it's like well you could do another so you um, switched to major so i switched it to television radio and film and so basically in college i did more of like the documentaries and producing of things um and then i was like okay well actually I really love this because it's like you're in control as a journalist. What a lot of people don't understand is that unless you become the, you know, Barbara Walters or the Oprah's or whatever. Yes. Then you have a say of what you're saying. Um, but when you first start off, you're not like the people behind you behind the cameras are the ones who essentially are running the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to run the show. And <laughs> so I was like, I can't do that being on camera. So I'm going to do it behind the scenes. Nice. Now you're running the show yeah, and you have a hat well, wall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I try sometimes. If you had to do it again, would you still have gone to like a film school? Um, or would yeah. you just say, fuck it? Yeah. Start off? No, I think for me, like the thing is like a lot of people, um, a lot of people in this industry, you know, don't go to film school. I mean, my brother is my older brother. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. We didn't either. He nope. went to a school for, um, you know, teaching. He was a teacher for a while and great. And then my younger brother was a counselor for a while. And they would do, like my older brother, after my third show, he started working with me. And I, he's, you know, I remember having this conversation with him. He's like, oh, maybe I'll go back to film school. And I was like, mm, well, from what I've learned from all these senior people that work with me is, you really like you have an in. I'm giving you this in because other people like they need production assistance. So get in and then you figure out which path you yeah. want to be a producer. Do you want to be a camera? Or do you want to be this? I was like, but for me, I would do it all over again the same way because I didn't like my mom's a teacher. My dad was a worker, um, you know, downtown with the health and hospital corporations. Um, no one in my family has any idea even sometimes still to like what I do. Um, and so I would have had absolutely no idea of how to get into this. Um, and so I feel I went to college to make the connections to get me to where I am today. Yeah. You know, which is, I mean, which I am grateful for that. I got a full ride and got paid every semester to go to school. That's pretty because awesome. if, yeah, if I Not had, many people could say cause that. yeah, yeah. cause if I, I, it would be different if I had to 
if I had, you know, like $200,000 of loans, then I'd be like, oh, my yeah, gosh. student loans. Why did I do this? Stupid. Yeah. I have an advertising degree in communications, yeah. and I don't do shit yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> that student That's loans. Hilarious. So I learned how to pay off. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, if I, if I had the student loans, I'd be like, well, maybe, but. I paid mine off a while yeah. ago, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. So that was nice. That's a big <laughs> celebration once you finally do that. Yeah, yeah I've heard. It's, yeah, they can be crazy. But yeah, no, I, f- I feel like for me, college, and most of my friends are in the career, you know, if not all of them are in the career that we went to school for. Um, and so, you know, it's good seeing friends who are like now CNN reporters and reporters for the Rams and ESPN reporters and things like that. And it's like, oh, well, we all started back then here we're all you know like from the bronx or from places that none of our families you yeah. know at first are like okay we you have this dream we'll push you but we don't know what you're really doing yeah. um you know and now we're doing what we love yeah so. it's, f- it's fucking awesome yeah so it's good yeah i love it <laughs> what's uh so you travel a lot obviously now so like you started off on cooking shows and yeah of stuff yeah because i've I was there with you. Oh my them. goodness! And, uh, what was our first show? That I don't we know. We did. Did you do we did design so star. There was design no, star. No, I did Food Network star. Food Network worst cooks. Worst cooks. Yeah, twenty four um, hour restaurant battle. Food Network star was probably yeah. the first one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then Rachel versus Guy. Yeah, all those kids things. and celebrities and another. Oh da-da-da-da. shit! Yeah. The summer of Jane Street. Yeah, we had that. One. That was a good run with Jane Street. I did Rachel was... Kids Cook Off? Yeah, you on that yeah, too? yeah. 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 That's right. Were you on that time? times. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. It was fun times. Ago. Crazy. Yeah, those kids were maniacs. They're, I mean, you see now those kids. It's like, and that's why I love doing the type of shows that, you know, when I was with Jane Street, like we did, and, you know, shows that I still like to do, um, is because for me, doing either like Food Network shows or Lifestyle or... Um, you know, traveling shows, it's like I, I'm i learning something while the audience is learning something at the same time. And not to say that, you know, the Housewives of those shows are bad because they're not. Um, but for me, I love to entertain people in that way. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's crazy. And But like the kids, for instance, for on, you know, those cooking shows, it's like, I'm like, what did, what just came out of your mouth? And like, yeah, you don't know, I'm shoving nodding. And I'm like, explain to me as if I were the viewer, what does that really mean? And I'm like, okay, this is what it means. Okay, great. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so it's like you you learn a lot from from doing those shows. And I mean, now I love cooking because of all the Food Network shows. Like I never cooked when I was younger. Yeah. Like, so you at all. mostly learned from all that stuff. Yeah. 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 No, I t- my mom never. She refused to teach me how to cook because she was like, oh, you're. When you're older, you're going to be rich and famous and you're going to have chefs and this and that. And I was like, first of all, mom, we live in New York. Thanks, so, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, she's like, but I don't want you to be a housewife either. So I'm not teaching you, you know, it's like Hispanic women, most of them, boom, then you're housewives and you know how to cook and you're cooking for everyone and that's what you just do. And she's like, yeah, no, you're not becoming that. So I'm going to not teach you. How do you do cook Felisa all the time? Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, but, but we're just gonna keep I talking you, about Lisa. her enough so she um, comes on here and she actually talks to us. Well, Rocky needs to start coming over so I, I know, can cook right? for him too. Um, but yeah, no, I Lisa. I mean, she's fucking amazing roommate. Excuse my language. Um, but okay. yeah, this but is, I love this is open walking. Yeah. <laughs> we don't censor. But um, I love cooking, and so but I hate cooking just for myself. No, me so too. Lisa's That's why the I best because I'm like. Oh, 
Lisa, please tell me you're not ordering tonight because then uh, I can cook what I'm thinking. And she's like, yeah. So um, so she's my guinea pig of like trying all these crazy things that I love doing. Yeah. So with the studio shows and the travel shows, because I know mm-hmm. you're doing a lot more travel shows now than studio shows. Yeah. What do you prefer? Um, funny, funny question. Um, I really have, like, I guess for the last few years, this travel bug of, you know, once you start it, it's like just love. And I and the travel part of it is hard. Because yes, you're you're out for two to three weeks a month. Um, you come back, visit your family, visit your friends, and then you're out again. You know, you attempt to have a relationship, but then boom, it's like, wait, what? You're gonna, huh? Okay, yeah, no. Or you try to meet people, and you never could because when you're home, all you want to do is hang out with family and friends, and then you can care less about like meeting someone. Um, and so. That aspect is hard, um, but for me, what I love in doing travel shows is the people that I meet when I'm out there um, and going to these places that you're like, what in, where am I? Yeah, some beautiful you know? spots, too. Yeah, it's, like yesterday I was, I came out of um, Whole Foods on Col- in Columbus Circle with my friend Paloma, and like something similar, just left Whole Foods, which I'm looking around and, you know, granted, Many times, you know, you go to Whole Foods, you go to these expensive grocery stores, buy your food. But I'm there and I'm like, why is this damn food so expensive? And I'm seeing people with their carts full of things. I'm like, Jesus, you must be rich to freaking be able to get all that food. And yeah. And then I walk outside. So like that's on my mind. Then I walk outside and this cab swings in front of me and it has, you know, the huge plasma on top of it. And, you know, basically a typical New York City. And you look up and it's like Columbus Circle. And I was just like, it just hit me. I was like... Holy crap! Like holy fuck! You take for granted where I'm so nervous I know. to swear. I know. It's like, come on. <laughs> well, you you take for granted where you are because it's like two weeks ago. You know, I'm in the middle of a place in Exuma where it's like, um, which is in the Bahamas, and there's two gas stations in the entire island, and it's like if gas is out, then you know you're screwed. Gas is out. Um, you know, if bikes. the light goes out, yeah, the light goes out, and. You're traveling to some of the other um, keys only by boat. And it's like these people who live in towns like this or some places in Mexico, like their life is great, um, but they don't know anything different. You know what I mean? Um, And and I love that, you know, about it. Um, But as a New Yorker and every time I come back, I kind of relive that moment where I'm like, holy fuck, be grateful for where you live because it's like okay, I'm doing this right now, but then, you know, a week from now I could be, I don't know, a hole in the wall that is really beautiful, but they don't have running water and you yeah, have exactly. to, you know, like Use pee in like this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I was like, okay, I'm going to hold my pee. I always yeah. try to encourage like younger kids now to go volunteer like abroad. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did it when I was 30 and I was one of the oldest fucking people there. And uh, <laughs> but it was like, it was so fun. I was with like, I mean, kids from right out of high school to, like, out of college. So it was, like, the majority of them for, like, 18 to 25. Oh, my gosh. And then there was, funny. like, six of us that were, like, 28 and over. <laughs> and it was, like, but it was it was still fun. And yeah. Like, and it's not like you got, like, the 18 to 25-year-old crew that's, like, you know, 
I mean, everyone go out and party and stuff yeah. like that, but it's like you're not getting those they're assholes. There to, they're, yeah. they're, they're there to volunteer and yeah. do some stuff. But yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. We were in a place where like the kids didn't have running water and like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was crazy. No, it's, and it's like we were there for a month and it's just kind of like an eye opener. Yeah. No, I when I was in college, I did study abroad to Spain and I remember spring break, all of my friends, a lot of them went to like the Canary Islands for, you know, the mega spring break, fun in the sun and partying and boozing. And me and one of my girlfriends were like, no, you know what? We're going to go on this trip to Morocco because they offered that as like a weekend tour. Um, didn't tell my mom, but told my aunt who lived in Spain. So I was like, at least, you know, I'm going to Morocco. Um, went to Morocco and it was like the best experience of my life um, where I lived with a family for um, those five days. And one of the, the things they took us to this other family's house who lived up in the mountains had gorgeous amounts of land um and i you know i was like oh, i don't know where i'm going but i'm gonna take like mcdonald toys and like a soccer ball or whatever i was like i don't know what situation people are in um and so you went to these kids and i gave them like little things like that like the mcdonald toys and the soccer ball and they were like crying and like so appreciative and then i started crying because i'm just like there's so many kids in America that, you know, like are five or three or even younger than five years old. And, you know, they're like, wait, what? These aren't a pair of whatever, whatever sneakers. Like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, you're going to give me this? And it's just like seeing a family like that, that for them, life is beautiful. And not that it's not, but it's like you don't they don't have a TV. They've never had a radio. Their kids, once they got to the age of 16 had to move away in order to get an education because it was too far to walk, you know, 10 miles every day. And so it's like knowing that that is something that my mom grew up in because she grew up in a farm Mm -hmm. um, and had to walk three miles to school every day. Like I never really had got exposed to that until I met with this family. And I was like, Oh my gosh. It was like, I just, and that's what changed my whole thinking of like, I don't want to be an entertainment reporter. Like now I just want to, tell these stories of people um you know and what it is to to live in these beautiful places um abroad i want to do stuff like that too and we'll talk about that after because yeah. yeah i have some ideas of that but Ooh. me and rags <laughs> like to give too you know we like to give <laughs> we like to give out fortune cookies oh my goodness what because we got one? a fortune guy this one's kind of shitty here, have this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> one's kind of shitty. <laughs> Instead of getting a new one, but a gentleman. Well, it's still good. It's just oh a little bit crumbled. Goodness. Let's see what this is. Let's see what we got. <laughs> shitty fortune cooking. <laughs> well, watch your mouth, Dunya. Yeah. The language. <laughs> that was the cutest thing. Okay, she was no, like saying really... fuck and she was kind of back. Well, you she was really... going to say crap. And yeah, then... the fuck it. Okay. Go for it. You succeeded very well with this one. But oh, yeah? I'm going to assume that the cutoff portion of this says your future looks bright. Uh, and by, and now you can read off. it and see. Like this, when, when has see, there been is, a fortune cookie another, like it's that? Another old this one. It's another old one. It's one of the old ones. That, like that's not the new well, one. I'm, I'm still going to take it. Your future looks bright. That's a good one. <laughs> Which is a good sign. Your future book's origin. <laughs> I'm like, Tony, what do you think it says? That's- Oh my God! These guys can't even print. See the fortune guy. That's why. We, that's why we got a new one. I know. Yeah, but it does say that. That's hilarious. It does. Well, you want another one? The future looks. No, better. I'm gonna. Stick no, to this that was one. a good one. Oh, okay. Are you crazy? Yeah, right. yeah you gave me it. a good bad one. Exactly. All right. It was bad, but then it turned out See, to be yeah. good. That's too funny. Somehow I knew it was a shitty fortune it's, cookie, right? and then it was. It's ugly I'm on the outside, but beautiful in the inside. Oh, very deep. Yeah. 
Yep, yeah. Um, keep it. Yeah, you're going to keep yeah. that? Play, yeah. play those well, lucky numbers. It's funny because it's like today I got, it's like I was speaking to um, to some of my bosses and, you know, like we don't know if our show is getting picked up right now or anything. And I've been blessed for the last few years to work with awesome production companies and they've kept me for, you know, I was with Jane Street for. I don't know, geez, like eight, nine years or something like that. Um, and then recently with Left Right um, for three or three and a half years or something. Um, and so, you know, you get the news from them that's like, oh, we don't know if the show's getting picked up. And it's like, oh my gosh, well, I don't really, like, I know how to do this freelance thing, but at the same time, it's like, I've been with companies. Yeah. Freelance right. within so the you, company. You've been fortunate enough, but it's, yeah. she's one of the, the fortunate ones that have been with that, but she's also good. So yeah. Well, like, then, yeah. then I leave it, leave so the meeting just herself. like, Oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. And blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. you know, like tears start rolling down your eyes where you're just like, what? Like, what is happening? Like, I mean, I can't, I don't know if I can do like the unemployment thing. Like, I just live in this freaking fancy ass apartment in Chelsea. And how am I going to pay for this? And yeah. all these things start running through your mind. And the anxiety then, that we all have. Yeah. yeah. Minus exactly. the Chelsea apartment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I did that. I did that one to myself. But thank you, Lisa, for helping with that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but then, you know, then it's like the universe, your future looks bright. Literally an hour later, I get a call that's like, hey, you know, we want you to work on the show. And it's like, okay, can you start Monday? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So went from, uh, to, oh, yay. <laughs> I'm back in the studio for, you know, which most of my friends are like, can you just stay in New York so that maybe you can meet someone and... You know, like actually, Your maybe friends are pushing that on you. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> they're, why, why they're do you like, want me to meet yeah. someone? I, yeah. If I want to meet someone, well, I'll meet someone. Yeah, they're all like married and with long-term boyfriends, and I'm like, oh, ah. but I just love traveling. And they're like, okay, but um, uh, you know, maybe you'll meet someone now by being here for two and a half months, or maybe you'll meet yeah. somebody traveling. Exactly. Where's the f- your favorite place you've traveled for work? Hmm. Okay, so there's two. One is um, this small little island in Mexico. Uh, it's called Isla Mujeres. It's right off of Cancun. Um, and it is, I want to say, I mean, it, golf carts are the only thing that kind of go around. That's funny. I actually heard you like say it and you said it properly. You oh. know? But I would call it like. Isla Mujeres, and it's like oh, I've been there before. But since I'm fucking white and well, you I have been there before, on, I have been there. Oh, that's hilarious! Um, also, then you know it's yeah. Well, I used I to it's... I used to work at a fucking spring break travel company when I was like young. Oh, I didn't know like, that for like three years, and I used to go all over those places. Oh, that's hilarious! But yeah, because I just yeah. spelled it out in my head and was like, "Hold on, I've been there." Yeah, no. So that I really love just because of how small it is, and like literally within. A week of being there, you go out at night and people are like, oh, my God, Danielle, oh, my God, Danielle. I'm like, I've only been here for a week, geez. Um, but that was really fun. The waters there are really beautiful. Um, but the waters in Exuma, which we were just in, in the Bahamas, I mean, so it's this one place. Um, the Exumas are a chain of like 300 islands, if not more. Um, and it's one of the only places I feel like that astronauts – from you know from up above can actually see the waters because they are so and you know i'm like oh okay i can't be really that cool and then you get there and i'm like oh but this is even more like way more cooler than 
anything you see. It's like on... as cool as the Fire Festival that yeah, they oh shot there. Oh my gosh, Jesus. Where is this place? Exuma. So that's where, so basically in the Fire Festival, they were supposed to go to this, whatever, random island. And then they ended up um, filming, or they ended up trying to host it in Great Exuma, which is the main one of the Exuma trains. Um, so Exuma? it's in the Bahamas. Oh, in the Bahamas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so. I mean, we did everything there from swimming with pigs to swimming with nursing sharks to that was insane. (laughs) I was more scared hanging out with the pigs in the water than hanging out with the nursing sharks in the water. Really? Why? Well, Well, because the nursing sharks are like puppies of the sea. Yeah. Like they, I mean, at first I was like, and then because I usually do a lot of like the underwater um, camera work for my team so that the operators don't have to like get wet and then get back in their gear and it's like okay now let me Wait, throw you do the camera. underwater stuff so the operators so don't have like, to get wet yeah yeah <laughs> you like dive down with a gopro or yeah, something yeah yeah i mean uh, i'm not saying i'm walking around i'm not i'm not filming with the freaking 5d in an underwater housing that's, no. what, I, that's, that's what, what i was, I was picturing no 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 i mean that would be really cool but anyway no oh yeah i go down with a gopro and i just do like do stuff with the dome um but but yeah so i did that with the nursing sharks which was really cool but then with the pigs, um, the pigs will go up to you and bite you. Like there are many people that have been bitten because the pigs think that you have food. And then, you know, next thing you know, you turn around and there's a huge pig there. And it's yeah. like, I want food. And in their mind, they're just like trying to get food because people do go and, you know, just like are dumb tourists. And yeah, I was reading about some fucking and... dick bag that fucking like was feeding the, the pigs beer. Oh, that's like it ridiculous. was given. Yeah, so they like yeah. shut it down for a while because fucking stupid Americans. Yeah, like, so it's like you have things like that. But yeah, so everything. the pigs. Yeah, exactly. So that was a little crazy. But then we there's this other key um, that has it's called Allen Key. Um, it's basically Iguana Island. So when you pull up on the boat, all these iguanas come out of like their the rocks, and you're like, what the? Heck? And they just straight up come up to you and just hanging out with you. That's cool. That's crazy. Like oh, shit, ton of iguanas. Um, so, yeah, so that was really cool just because, like, the water experience, seeing um, the different colors of blue. You know, there's one thing like, oh, the different colors of blue. But this was, like, holy crap. Like, I tried to fall asleep on the airplane, and I couldn't because every time I would look down, it, I was like, now I need to record this. Now yeah. I need to record that. Yeah. Now I need to take another picture. So um, those are my two. I'm going to put this on my list. Oh, you have to go. I haven't done as much traveling as you guys. I always ask you to go places. Like, let's fucking go. Where do you want to go? A little man man trip. Where do you want to go? Florida? We'll go wherever. No, go to to Bahamas. It's not that they do have flights you can, I mean, they're not that exciting. Like, I I took a flight back and it was like 300 bucks. Um, But, and it's like a big air, like Delta goes there, American go there. 300 bucks round trip? Mm Mm-mm. One way. 300 bucks one way. Okay. Um, but if you do it with time, yeah, obviously you can probably, you know, get something. Yeah. I keep going like this. I burned myself. I just keep day. looking at oh, that damn. giant rock on your finger. Oh, and this, it's this is actually from Isla Mujeres. Yeah, it's, it's not like an engagement, right? No. <laughs> it's a it's an actual rock. It's a giant <laughs> well, rock. This, this <laughs> is from Isla Mujeres, um, which was, you know, like it's kind of like a good positivity rock. And then this is from St. Croix. Um, which is part of the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the whole thing with this is um, it's like the horseshoe. If you wear it out, that means that your heart's open, a.k.a. you're single. But if you see anyone uh, with this and the word in, then that means that... It's like the um, the Irish one. The, it's the Irish one. The clattering. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's the this. same thing. The clatter ring? It's a clattering. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to spell it. 
It's got like a little uh, fucking hot, you know, yeah. and a crown, and it's like you turn it around for I don't fucking know how to use it, but it's there. Yeah. But it's something it like happens. That. It, it yeah. exists today. Yeah. I was just looking at your little list, and it's like um, that I sent you to ask, and oh it's God. like you're afraid of roaches. Everyone oh fucking gosh. hates oh, those roaches things. Roaches are gross. But I was I was I was laughing because like you just I was watching a fucking commercial like before you guys got here, and it was like a roach commercial with this like roach stuff. And it's like the cheesiest fucking commercial, like an infomercial thing. And this one, like the exterminator, like comes over. He goes, I don't know if you like, don't call me because I'll just be expensive. Just get this stuff for nineteen ninety nine. It's like no fucking exterminator would ever <laughs> yeah, say that. Exactly. Don't give me any business. Get this fucking product. Yeah. Yeah. Roaches that they fucking eat it. He's <laughs> no. like, it works better than me. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I am <laughs> like, like when I was younger, commercial. I would. We lived in a, like, I grew up in a duplex, and if I was showering or anything and I saw a roach, and, like, very small one, I would scream, like, crazy. It's the point my parents were, like, oh, like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I'm like, can you kill that? And they'd be always so pissed. They're like, are you serious, Dunia? Are you for real? And I'm like, I, I can't shower. I can't even move because of that. So now when I, you know, do any of these shows and... We either go into houses or stuff. I kind of send other people in first. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, you lead the way. And I let them go in first just in case there is something. And it's funny because some of my crews really know. So they'll actually, they're like, all right, Dunia, hey, Dunia, can you just, um, you know, can you just go to the other side of the room real quick? And I, I won't even know. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, why? And they're like, they'll just give me the look. And I'm like, okay, I'll okay. step outside of the house. I'm like... That's how afraid. Well, I this am. is a show that you. I remember these things. It was probably one one of the cooking shows we worked on when, like, I was in AC and it was like Murph and Steel and yeah, everybody. I remember like running cables underneath this thing. We were like in a kitchen and all this shit at some place. Oh and uh, I went to go run a fucking cable under this thing, and it's all it's grease and shit. And I get up, and Murph's just like, "Dude." What the fuck? And he like karate chops my back. And fucking, I had like this big roach on my back fucking coming out of there. Oh my goodness. And after that, we're all like, dude, we gotta, we gotta like get out of this room. We fucking, (laughs) it's just gross. It was Uh -uh. huge. And it was just like, no. No. I lived in an apartment with Lisa once that um, when it rained, like roaches would come out and I was alone. You mean Lisa lived in an apartment that actually had roaches? Well, it, yeah, it was fancy, not her fault. Fancy Nan. Well, it was a very fancy building, but because, like, now we live in a building that's owned, like, everyone owns their own apartments, but this other building was, like, massive, you know, like, 200 apartments, um, and so everyone rents, and at that point, you can't really control, like, you can clean the shit out of your apartment, but if someone next to you upstairs or whatever yeah, is bad, or the building. management's bad or whatever, then it does not matter, and so... um one came out and like it had never been there when I was with her and then like I, of course by myself this came out I ran downstairs so fast without my shoes crying to the doorman about this roach like and oh no he wasn't there at first and I was crying and hysterical and there's a, a police station like block away and i nearly i'm so afraid of roaches i nearly ran out to call the cops into the police station (laughs) but i didn't have my shoes on so i was like well now what if i go out into the new york city street and i 
step on one. I was like, this is terrible. So then I was like having a little attack in the door in the um the lobby and the doorman comes and he's like, oh, what's wrong, Miss Mary Judas? And I was like, oh, the religion. He's like, okay, I'll come up with you. And he takes like two pieces of napkin. I was like, what's that going to do? Goes up strips my bed and everything like doesn't see anything strips the room doesn't see anything he's like well i gotta go back downstairs to do my duty he leaves the fucking roach literally right behind me and it's like nah! i was like <laughs> oh my god sure enough i ran out of that apartment so quickly i was like two in the morning call my mom hysterically crying because i'm like well i'm coming over she's like well, what happened i was like well, it was a roach she's like what did you just say? I was like, "There's a roach in the apartment," and so the roach basically kicked me out of the apartment. Wow, that's nice. yeah. I could not, I could not go to bed. I mean, if if anyone's there. lived in New York City, you have a fucking a couple roach stories. Yeah, yeah, definitely. but yeah, yeah no. And then when we moved into our apartment, I the first thing I asked our landlord was, "So what's your roach situation here?" And she's like, "Are you for real?" And she's like, "Well, if you ever see one, then you, you need to tell me because then we'll call the entire building to be exterminated." Kid you not, I've never seen a roach, and I mean, hopefully, it'll never yeah. happen again. Knock, um, knock on uh, plastic, knock on something. Um, <laughs> knock on whatever. But yeah, no, we never, <laughs> never ever. So I'm like, Ooh. that's how. So that's how afraid I am of roaches. It's oh, a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. You'd run into a police station at 2 a.m. Oh, think about yeah. running into a police station. My at 2 safety was at They would have locked you up. I'd be like, you sit here. And you sober up. No, I would have been morning. like, I have no one to go to. Like, aren't isn't the whole thing that you're supposed to go to the cops when you need help <laughs> from <Yeah>. a roach? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it qualifies. <laughs> well, besides besides a roachless environment, what's yeah. uh, what's the end goal? Like, what do you? Uh, what um, do you be? I think eventually executive produce a. You know, like a travel show or something like that. Well, but here's the thing: it's like once you become an executive producer, um, they're very—they're not. The shows are far and few between where executive producers at that very, very high level actually go out. You know what I mean? To yeah, to actually go to actually travel. travel and do all these things. Um, you know, so I think I want. Yeah, like eventually I want obviously to become an executive producer. Um, of different shows, um, uh, but I want to kind of keep it where yeah. maybe I would just put in my deal memo where it's like I have to go out mm-hmm. into the field and you want to make meaningful shit, right? Yeah. Not some garbage. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, but the garbage is entertainment. It's, yeah. it's like entertainment, I mean, it's entertainment it, to a point. Yes, it's entertainment. It pays like, yes, a people, lot of people's people love bills. drama. Yeah. Um, but when you have like. Fucking the catch me outside girl, like making what millions the, of dollars now. What is this catch Don't me outside? Don't even get it. Okay, okay, okay I will not. But like girl. idiots like that and the fucking Jersey show up people <laughs> with no talent that just get millions of dollars and then you have fucking people working three jobs that will never even like yeah. make it. No, I mean, money. it's it's just it's, it's sad, but it, like, I that's hate where to promote our, it. I don't like to promote it. Yeah, that's yeah. where our, you know, our, not that our generation is going, but. It's like, yeah, it's unfortunate that, you know, that's where things are leading. Um, but I want people to know. make more of a fucking more ballsy moves and like make entertaining, meaningful shit, you know? Yeah, but, it's, but this, it can is, happen. this is the problem. But. The problem that networks have is who is their audience? So, yes, you and I and a lot of the world, quite frankly, um, will go and watch those meaningful entertainment things. But if you put a room full of who's going to watch a meaningful entertainment thing that costs, 
you know, yeah. if the same amount or if not than the, the other one, it. then it's like, obviously, networks are here to entertain people. And yes, obviously, people who run the networks are very smart in the sense that, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure they also want to do these entertainment things. But at the end of the day, your network is going to fail if you're not getting the ratings of, you know, the types of shows that the audience watches. So it's like yeah. you can make the most meaningful entertainment entertaining show. And if no one is watching it, then oh, yeah, of course, a lot of money at stake. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's, you know, it's unfortunate, but that's the world that we live in yeah, now with the almighty dollar tons of, you know, channels and and now even the Internet with the Netflixes and yeah, the right. Amazons and all these shows. Right. Yep. So, well, anything? Mm. Any, anything you want to leave us off with before mm. we tell you to get out of here? I wouldn't uh, give her a question. Oh yeah. Oh look, we almost forgot that question. Yeah. That's a good thing I made that fucking nah. post-it. Well, that, that post-it is for for her to put a question yeah. in the box. Okay. So just pick pick one. You did it right. Okay. Who's it from? Oh God. Um, <laughs> Peter V. I don't know. Peter oh, yeah. Vertife. Um, you were just on there. What is your favorite his last slang name right? term you know from the industry? Wait, say that again? What is your f- favorite slang term? Slang. Slang. Like something slang. you use on a walkie yeah. like, or something like that that people would know. I don't know. Yeah, he was talking about a lot of G&E stuff and camera stuff. So if you, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, have you ever, if you've ever heard the Perlman show, I think that's him or Peter Nay on walkie. Oh, my God. Anything I've heard they both say of them. Both is the most hilarious. Funny. I remember when we, when I first started just, you know, being part of the AD. The Thunderbox. Yeah, the ADPA team and just ha- being able to like, okay, let me listen in because it's part of my job. But it was just pure fucking comedy of like oh this should be the show just listening to these guys freaking rant about like how hilarious it is uh, of what we're filming right now um but yeah no i mean i would just i don't know what's i mean last thing well just yeah i don't know any slang i'm trying to think of slang too i've heard of uh well i mean not like a safety meeting i think he means like slang as in like something that like Like, you don't know unless you work in the industry industry. type thing like a 10-1 10-2 type deal like fucking yeah the c47s yeah like we were talking about you know Uh, whatever having a safety meeting off the clock of course you know yeah Safety meaning off the clock. Yeah, no, I don't really have any cool ones. They're just your generic things. All right, yeah. Dunya, you and your hat, very lovely. Yeah, thank you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Read that hat. What does yeah. that hat say? It says, get oh out of here. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Thanks for coming All right, on, Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. It's great to see you. Yeah, yeah. Right, bye. Bye. Until then, this episode is recorded in a studio basement live in front of a deaf cat sorry the number you have dialed is not in service at this time <laughs>